This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition. It's all you need to know about the tribe in Goodyear. Daily updates, player interviews, along with other spring training hijinks and tomfoolery. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. This is the Rosebud Report, blossoming from spring training. Welcome in to episode three of the Rosie Report, spring training editions. Jim Rosenhouse along with you following game number two of the exhibition slate. Indians taking on Kansas City Monday afternoon, a good year ballpark and a wild one. Taking uh, almost four hours to play, the Royals won it by a final score of 8-6 to six on a day where they got to Shane Bieber, the Cy Young Award winner, worked an inning and two-thirds in his first appearance of the spring and allowed four runs, three earned, three strikeouts, and also four hits along the way. The Royals really uh, able to take it to Bieber over an inning and two-thirds. We'll hear from Shane in just a moment, along with Tribe Manager Terry Francona, their thoughts on the day that was at Goodyear Ballpark and Goodyear. And later on in our show, we will be joined by Adam Pletko, the one-on-one with the Tribe starting pitcher maybe, relief pitcher maybe, but he's good doing both. And after a year of, of doing that last year in the 2020 season, he feels much more prepared if indeed he's called upon to be a swingman on this year's pitching staff. Some other highlights from the game day in Goodyear. First outings for relief pitchers Nick Whitgren, Bill Maton, and Blake Parker. They all pitched scoreless baseball, as did D.J. Johnson trying to make this ball club as a non-roster invite. Emmanuel Classe, first time we've seen him in game action and was regularly touching uh, triple digits on the radar gun 100 miles an hour a couple of times from Emmanuel Classe who worked an inning and allowed a run on three base hits. Offensively, Indians uh, had it rolling again. Ahmed Rosario in his first game had a base hit and a walk. Eddie Rosario was one for three with an RBI. Bobby Bradley with a huge home run, long home run that uh, hit off the facing of the roof out at the party deck at Goodyear Ballpark in right field. Gabriel Arias, who had a good day on Sunday, backed it up with a three-hit game on Monday afternoon as he continues a hot start to his spring, one of the young prospects acquired from the San Diego Padres. Now, after the game, Shane Bieber talked to the media about his performance. Um. I know it's only your first start of the spring. You don't want to make too much of it, but it's probably not exactly how you wanted to do today, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, at the end of the day, we're all competitors, and uh, it's never fun to to give up runs, but um, is what it is. It was my first up-down of the spring, and uh, at, at a certain point in the second inning, uh, I mean, Berto and I were talking yesterday how we were just going to go fastball change-up uh, and then incorporate the slider in the second inning, uh, and that's what we did, so we stayed away from – uh, you know, one of my favorite pitches, but um, committed to it uh, and hopefully, you know, just continue to get better with it and, 
and work on what we need to work on. And there's um, some positives to take away from today and uh, learning how to, you know, shape the slider how I want to. Like I kind of figured, started to figure out in the second inning. But um, yeah, just got to look at the positives. It's spring training, go out there and get the next one. Peter was saying before the game that you obviously want to work on getting as deep in games this year as you can. Um, was that a situation that you struggled with last year, Shane? It, it, it did seem like there was always that one inning where your pitch count would get up a little bit, and that would make it tougher for you to go deeper. Is that is that a real emphasis for you then this season? Um, yeah, I, th I think that's that's really my identity. Um, at the end of the day, that's something that 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 I've relied on and, and um, you know held close to held close to my center for me for a long time as, as a pitcher, is just being able to go deep in ball games and. Um, eat up innings and I, I got away from that a little bit last year I think with the shortened season everything every run every pitch just seemed so so elevated right um, and found myself I, I think Roberto and I and um, kind of found ourselves going for more swing and miss and, and miss bats and in found ourselves in a few more crucial situations than we would have liked but uh, yeah going into this year that's that's something that I'd like to continue to improve on and uh, you know get back to, to my old ways. Shane, when you mentioned things about committing to certain pitches and working on things in certain innings, as a competitor, can that be difficult whenever you're running into trouble like that and you want to mix up the plan a little bit more to, to escape some trouble? Yeah, 100%. Um, like I said, I found myself at certain points in the second inning, like, ah, um, you know, the, the right pitch here would be, uh, you know, a curveball or get something swing and miss under the zone. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I just told myself that, you know, this is what we're committing to and, and you got to get better somehow. Um, and so you got to learn a little bit more about yourself in, in those situations and see, you know, if you can give yourself multiple options, uh, you know, deep in the season in August, if, you know, with, with multiple pitches, uh, I think you'll just be better for it. So uh, that's what it came down to today. And uh, like I said, I'm just going to pull positives as much as I can and then move on to the next one. What was it like facing Carlos? <laughs> it was good. I uh, he grounded out first pitch, and I it was to end the inning. I looked at him. I, I said, "What's wrong with you? You never do that." And he, he looked back. He said, "Spring training, bro." Um, I, I, he was trying to punk me. That's for sure with the first pitch swing. And also weighing in after the game was Tribe manager Terry Francona. Tito, I know it was just the first outing, but what what did you think of Bieber? A couple, you know, a couple things. First inning was really good. I think he only threw one ball. Second inning. I thought their first couple hitters really had good at bats and, you know, sprayed the ball to right field. And then because he's not throwing all his pitches, you know, he didn't use his curveball today. That kind of <laughs> blocked him in a little bit where he didn't have a pitch to put away people. And so he gave up some runs, but I thought he looked, I thought he looked fine. You know, is that, is that typical for starting pitchers, maybe just to concentrate on one pitch at, at this time of the spring? Or one or two, you know, just, and I, and again, you know, again, we know that there's certain guys that are competing and certain guys that are getting ready for a long season. So sometimes it's good not to reach back for everything you have in the first start or two, because, you know, like I said, you know, I've heard me say it a million times, you're building arm strength, you're, you're trying to get a foundation, however you want to say it. And, and I, I think he's, I think he's smart to do that. What'd you think of uh, class A? I thought his velocity was very good. Um, he threw some two-seam fastballs that were really good, and he threw a couple that he sprayed. But it was nice to see the ball come out of his arm, come out of his hand like that. Is that to be expected after a guy doesn't pitch? What his last game was 
2019, right? I mean, you mean you mean like sprayed a couple or coming out? Yeah, just spray. I mean, maybe yeah. missed some location, but throwing like he topped a, he hit a hundred once, I think. Uh, you know what, Hoynesy? I would say with everybody, but especially a guy that's been a while. That was uh, it's been a long time. So getting his legs under him, I, I was I think we were really pleased just the way the ball came out of his hands. Bobby Bradley talked a good bit about the work that he put in this offseason, the shape to get him that he thought was the best shape to have himself in for the season. Uh, how nice was it just to see him have some results today? He hit that ball like a like a man. I mean, that ball was uh, – so did their guy, too, in the ninth. That ball might still – we might not get that tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but that's nice to see Bobby. It was a good swing. And regardless, I mean, the work he has put in is going to pay off for this kid. I mean, he, he is, in, in my opinion, the best shape of his career since I've seen him. And I'm, I'm really happy for him. Was it nice being able to see Carlos? Yes. Him? Yes. You know, I mean, you've heard me say it a lot of times. Guys leave, but that doesn't mean we're any less fond of them. And we certainly don't want Carlos to beat us this year, but he's – He's one of our all-time favorites, and certainly myself included. I mean, he just—he's a lovable kid. That's that's, you know, now he's grown into a lovable man. But he's—he's—he's—it's fun. It was fun to see him. Bieber said he thought he was punking him by swinging at the first pitch. Did that surprised you as well? I, I've never seen Carlos swing at the first pitch <laughs> twice in in a, in a in his first two at bats. He had two pitches. I was I was stunned. Well, what do you think of, uh, I mean, Arias goes two, two, two for two yesterday, three for three today, makes a nice throw from to the plate there. Well, I'll tell you what, he's got a lot of arm too, man. That, there's a lot on that arm. And he seems to want to use the whole field hitting. Same thing with a guy like Owen Miller. You know, if you look at Owen Miller's minor league numbers, they are really, you know, high batting averages. Those are guys that use the whole field. They're going to they're gonna hit for higher averages. On Tuesday, the Indians will take on the Seattle Mariners. They'll be in Peoria to play Seattle. Adam Pletko will be on the mound, and earlier this spring, we had a chance to visit with the Tribe right-handed pitcher, and uh, here's some of the things that he had to say as spring training was just beginning. Adam, you get to spring training. Uh, first off, how the, these first couple of days, uh, how different is it, and can you describe what it's like compared to a normal spring training so far? Yeah, I feel like it's a lot similar to um, summer camp. Uh, I wouldn't say it's overly different. It's just rearranged and the, and the numbers are a little bit smaller. Um, rearranged meaning just you you go here, you go there, and then you got to get out. Like that's it. You can't just hang around and, and loiter for lack of a better term. Like you, you get your work in and, and you get out. And that's, I mean, that's kind of where baseball is headed in the last couple of years. It, it, it's a lot less shag BP for three hours and then leave. Um, it's, it's much more get your work in and get out. And um, so, like I said, a little bit more rearranged than completely different. What about the camaraderie standpoint? I mean, it always seems like spring training is a fun time to, to get back and, and see your buddies. Yeah, that's always there, especially when you got a guy like Brian Shaw who's back. <laughs> you know, you, you notice Brian Shaw right away when he's back in a clubhouse. So uh, it's it's been great. Uh, that's one thing that you always miss in the offseason. And um, yeah, it's, it's been good to see everybody. And there were some changes, certainly roster wise for the Indians in the off season. Uh, what do you look for? And as spring training moves along to, to see if this team can still be a, a real contender in the AL central. 
Yeah, I, I think we are a contender in the AL Central. I think it's it's a lot of people with outside opinions and computers that are running algorithms that are saying, hey, you know, they're not as good of a team. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I truly, I was talking to Roberto, uh, Roberto Perez the other day, and um, I truly think that our, our team is pound for pound just as good as we were last year um, in, in, in years previous. Uh, does it look different? Yeah, of course, but that doesn't mean we're, not as good. We could be even better than we were last year, but um, because it looks different, it, it doesn't mean that we're better or worse. In fact, uh, adding a guy like Eddie Rosario and and getting some of this young talent in for an entire 162, like that's exciting to me. When you look at it that way, is it, is it nice to get into spring training and start working towards something instead of being at home and just reading about moves, be it for the Indians or other teams too? Yeah, I, I, I mean... Yeah, of course. I, I guess I um, I don't put much stock in, in what's out there because it's just, as you know, the, the feel of a clubhouse is completely different than uh, on the inside than it looks from the outside. And, and um, there's some teams where you just gel together and, and mesh together and you guys are always having a good time. And um, I feel like a lot of these personalities are, are really going to match up well. And I feel like, uh, you know, our pitching staff is going to be our pitching staff because that's what we do. That's our identity. And, and we're going to keep rolling and, 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 and do that well. And certainly you, you prepare to be such a big part of that. And um, when you look back at last season, I'm sure you, you take stock of, of what went well, what didn't go well as you prepare for a new season. And, and how did you look at, at 2020 from a development perspective? Yeah, I, I've, 2020 was, uh, you know, a, personally a, a, a very uh, ambiguous year, I'll call it. Um, some days I was kind of a starter over here, and some days I was kind of a reliever over here, and there was a lot of floating in between, um, and I had never really done that before. Um, I, had, I had been a starter or I had been a reliever, and if I wasn't, you know, starting, then it was clear that I wasn't going to, you know, it was, it was very defined, and Last year, um, everybody had so much ambiguity in their life. So um, this year, if that is if that is my role, if that is the case to be a you know quote unquote swing man again, um, I'm I'm more prepared now that I have a uh, an idea of what that entails. And if you look at my track record from when I first came in to to now, clearly experience has played a role in in my development and my growth. And even though at times last year was really challenging. I still hit my statistical averages year over year. And that was only 60 games. And I felt like I was really starting to catch my stride there at the end where I saw some velocity increases and, and different things. Um, so to play 162 again, I guess really excites me. And if you are in that situation where you're, where you're a swing man, does that change at all the, the preparation that you do in the off season? 100%. Um, because one is a volume of pitches and one is a volume of days, right? So a reliever is a volume of days because you're pitching more and more and more. Um, a starter is a volume of number of pitches where you're not going to pitch except for once every five days. And, but you're going to go out and throw hundred, 115 pitches. So um, weight training is different. Um, I completely revamped this, that this year um, I've prepared more to be a starter than a reliever. Um, just because it's easier working backwards that way than the other way. Um, but I'm I'm prepared for whatever gets thrown my way. All right, I'm going to throw a number at you. If if you are in that rotation, you would be the oldest guy in the rotation. <laughs> Have you thought about that, how quickly a, 
things can change uh, from when you're just trying to break in and make a name for yourself? Oh, boy, yeah. I mean, like, it was nice when we had Tomlin around because I wasn't going to be the oldest guy in the rotation for a long, long time. But, yeah, I mean, with with as much young talent as we have, it, it it's awesome to see. And, um, you know, watching Quantrill, um, you know, take the step to be a starter and not be, uh, you know, in most of his career, he's just been a reliever. Um, seeing how he's developed now being in our system for – um, you know, it's, we're inching closer to a year. It's, it's, it, it's, I'm excited to see his growth trajectory and knowing what Shane was working on this off season. Um, a lot of people think Shane is here and, and like at the pinnacle of where Shane will ever be. And then it's just about, to me, Shane's here and he's trending upwards. Um, he still has ways to go and, and what he's been working on this off season excites me to see where he's going to come in. And, and, uh, I think he's going to be even better than, than last year because last year is not his pinnacle of his career. He's still going to get even better. We're joined by Adam Pletko. Uh, so what have you been working on in the offseason? Anything pitch-wise? I know last year the, the curveball was a point of emphasis um, throughout the offseason. Anything along those lines? Yeah, I I, um, I guess more uh, weight room focus. I kind of, like you said, I'm old now. Thanks, Rosie, for that. Um, so I, uh, wait a minute. I said you were oldest, not old. old. I I only heard old. I I, I specifically heard old. So seasoned, um, seasoned. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I've, I've revamped, uh, how I weight trained and did a little bit more, um, power moving quickly focused than before when I was 23, it was just lift heavy, get big. And, And now that I've kind of achieved that in my career, now it's about, um, you know, changing things and, and moving quicker. And, and hopefully I get some velocity gain out of it. If I don't, then I can pitch at my velocity. And I know that um, I added the slider back in. So now I'm a five, five pitch mix guy instead of a four. So I did that towards the end of last season and saw some success, but now with the full off season of, of throwing it, I'm excited to see the, the cutter slider curveball breaking ball combination and, and see how that all fits in. Uh, off the field and off season, I know some players like to travel a little bit and, and do different things. Um, because of, of where we are in terms of, of the pandemic and your job, which which means you have to try and stay as healthy as you can, uh, how is this off season different for you? And what were some of the things that you were able to do to to just enjoy and, and kind of decompress a little bit? Well, as you know, having a two and a half year old running around will keep you real busy, no matter where you are in the country. Um, so. Uh, we just, we just, you know, tried to go to as many playgrounds and, and things like that to keep him busy, ordered a lot of takeout and acted like we were at restaurants and did all that kind of stuff. But, uh, for the most part, it was, it was a real mellow off season, probably about as mellow of an off season I've ever have. And, um, you know, it was, it was just fun to watch my son grow up. And were you able to, to get the similar workouts in that you like to, uh, based on any protocols that you had to follow yeah absolutely was able to really train um exactly how i wanted to and and um you know had some uh people come to the house instead of going to gyms and different things like that so um it was it was uh it was right on par with where i wanted to be always fun to visit with adam pletko and could be a very valuable member 
of that Indians pitching staff this season. That's going to do it for this edition of the Rosie Report. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Thanks to Bart Swain, Courtbury Tripp, and Austin Controllis for This has been the Rosie Report. Together our shows each day. We're saying almost daily. So far it is daily. And we hope to hit you with another one recapping Tuesday's activities in Goodyear late tomorrow, early Wednesday morning. Until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.